0: Hello, Freedom Slayer. I cannot wait to dive into today's podcast all about money mindset and manifestation with a very special guest, Our guest today is the founder of the Integrative Alchemy Practitioner Certification and is a certified NLP practitioner, clinical hypnotherapist, and describes herself as a life and success coach for leaders who love cookies. She prefers the gluten-free kind, but hates cookie cutters. In other words, she's here to break all the rules, and to be honest, I'm here for it. She empowers her clients to ditch the guru strategies that are sucking their souls and instead tune into their inner guidance and claim their unique magic so they can create fulfilling and sustainable success their way. So this means without sacrificing their purpose or their passions or priorities in the process. She's created a highly effective modality for immediate and lasting transformation called integrative alchemy, insert TM for trademarked, okay? (laughs) Okay. This is basically a potent blend of neuroscience, energetics, psychology, metaphysics, quantum physics and ancient wisdom. By utilizing integrative alchemy, she's able to help her clients ditch the BS beliefs, limited programming, and self-sabotaging tendencies that have been keeping them burnt out and broke. And instead upgrade their conscious and subconscious coding so they can break through their income ceilings and experience quantum shifts in days or even minutes instead of years. And she's not just talking. I can promise you that she practices what she preaches. In fact, she's known for making boss lady figures in excess of 50K in 30 short days. So if this sounds like someone you want to learn from, I'm sure it is. I'm not even going to ask. I know this is someone you want to learn from, right? I do have to provide a warning though. Side effects of hanging around our guests for too long include 2 to 10X in your income, having your work hours basically cut in half, being 100% unapologetically you and making your wildest fantasies your reality. Okay, enough already. You're probably wondering, like, who is this amazing unicorn of a woman I've been describing all this time? So here it is. It's my absolute pleasure to introduce to you the host of the Lexi Show podcast, Lexi D'Angelo herself. Hello, Lexi. How's it going?
1: Good. I just started standing up and like bopping around as you were sharing this. I'm like, yeah, yeah, woohoo. I'm so excited. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is hilarious. I'm sure a lot of our listeners have money goals too, right? Yes. Like, I'm every, like I'm sure everybody has money goals, not even just the listeners on this. But one thing I know is that you can plan and goal set till the calls come home. And if your mindset isn't right, you're going to be fighting an uphill battle. So how important would you say money mindset is?
1: It's really, really important. However, I find that people have a limited idea of what money mindset is. And so for those of you listening here, if you've ever heard of money mindset or wealth consciousness, you've probably been told to do things like read books like Think and Grow Rich or go and you know say all these affirmations, or maybe collect crystals for abundance, or you know journal all of the things that you're grateful for and yada, yada, yada. And all of these things fall under money mindset and they're awesome and they're amazing but what i often find is that when people sometimes hear money mindset after doing these things they kind of want to roll their eyes a little bit and be like haha i've done that it hasn't worked and so for anybody who's experienced that i would just like to say i feel you and those things i find either just scratch the surface or it takes like a really long time of doing them over and over and over again to get results or you just get like an instant hit and then it fades. And that's not what I'm all about. I am all about the, you know, immediate and lasting transformation. So, yes, girl. Yeah, I mean, who's not, right? That's what we're all looking for. And so in order to do that, we really need to work not just with like the conscious mind, but also the subconscious mind and really dive even deeper and shift things from an identity level versus just like taking these actions to create a solid money mindset.
0: I love that. And I love that you've explained that, you know, it is about a lot more than just the affirmations and, you know, whatever people do in order to bring it forward. How important would you say it is to focus on the subconscious Then, as well as the conscious,
1: it is extremely important because (laughs) this is how important it is. Basically, 99.9% of the things that we do are running on autopilot. We think that our conscious mind is in control, but the truth is, everything. Is happening from the space of our subconscious coding, and what happens is a lot of people have outdated subconscious coding that is running the show. Oh, what did you say?
0: I nice, said preached. Pay me oh, no mind.
1: Ad libs, uh-huh. like like P Diddy in the background, little ad libs. Yes, I love it. I love it. No, it's so true though. So we have like this outdated programming that's running, and we're like, well, why aren't I getting the results? Like I'm trying to do new things, or I'm trying to do this, or trying to do that. But the truth is that your subconscious and your conscious mind, they can work together. But most of the time, what happens if there's an internal battle between the two of them, the subconscious will always win. So that's why we need to focus a lot on working with the subconscious and not just our conscious mind. Ooh, interesting.
0: And I want to learn about working with that subconscious mind. And before we even get to that, I want to ask you, like, what are some money blocks you've had in the past? Because someone may be listening to you and they're like, oh, he already has it figured out. He hasn't had any difficulties and all that kind of stuff. So what money blocks have you had in the past and how did you overcome them?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I've had a wide range of money blocks from like literally staying stagnant and at a plateau for a few years inside of my business and wondering like what the heck was going on and why couldn't I, you know, get past a certain level of income Mm -hmm. um, to like struggling to charge high-end prices. There was a lot of like, you know, who am I to do this? And am i even offering something valuable and you know who's going to actually pay this like crazy kind of money and it honestly totally shifted when i was able to dive even deeper into looking at my beliefs and what the subconscious coding was because what happens is we're constantly subscribing to these things that I like to call our identity scripts. And so what happens is that sometimes we have identity scripts that, for example, let's just say you, the most you've ever charged for a package is $10,000. That's just an easy number to throw up there. So mm-hmm. you're selling it successfully. Things are going well. So you automatically like identify with the identity of a business owner who can charge 10K. But if today you're like, I'm going to actually, I'm going to change that. I'm going to go to 20K. So that actually would not be in alignment with your identity. And so your subconscious mind is going to immediately reject that and be like, that's not me. That's not who I am. And so one of two things are going to happen. You're either going to be paralyzed with fear and be like, that's not me. Like, I can't sell the package. Like, oh my God, I can't put it out there. No, too scary. Or by some chance you're going to sell the package but you're going to self-sabotage in some way, shape, or form to bring you back down to that limit that you are, you kind of holding yourself at. It's like the ceiling that you only allow to get so good because again, you're subscribing to that 10K package seller (laughs) identity. And so in order to hit the big goals, you do have to reprogram again on that subconscious level to shift your identity into being somebody who can charge the 20K. So it actually, if you do sell. And it actually sticks, and you can do it over and over and over again.
0: And that makes sense. So, how did you shift? Like, what was your first step to shift your subconscious then? That 99% that we don't even think about.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, there are so many pieces and layers. So, I like, I, I often say, I actually just did a live stream about this, how. Mastery is not a quick fix. I love the fastest and most efficient route, but the truth is like, it's not just a one and done thing. Yes, there are processes and techniques that you can do that shift things quickly, but it was honestly the layering of all these techniques and the living into and embodying this next level identity that really shifted things for me. So the first thing that I really did was I took a look at my beliefs and my thoughts. And so I did something that I like to call thought catching. Mm-hmm. Um, so step one of that is just to simply become aware of your thoughts and see like what's floating through your head. And so as you go about your day, just like writing down what the predominant thoughts are that are coming up. So let's just say like you're focused on growing your business. So before you hit send on an email, like what are the thoughts coming up? Is it like, Oh my God, this is so great and juicy and like people are going to want to read this. Or is it like, Oh my God, I'm annoying people. Who's going to read this? Is anyone going to open? Like, what are the thoughts that are happening or as you're following up with a potential client, is it like, I am so excited to serve this person? Or is it like, she's never gonna pay me? I'm charging too much. Like, why should I reach out again? So, just starting to really pay attention to the good and the bad. And so, you're gonna start to kind of take stock of everything. And what you're gonna do too, like, as a thought comes through, is ask yourself, Is this thought moving me closer to my desired reality? Like whatever it is, that outcome goal that I'm looking to achieve, or is it moving me further away? And so like in the past, I would be like, you know, no one signed up for my program yet. Like, oh my God, I'm freaking out. There's a week left until it starts and there's no one inside of it. And then that would create like a vicious cycle of well, then I'm not going to go out there. I'm not going to put my program out there and I'm not going to go live today because who cares? And that's, you know, a downward spiral versus if I catch that thought and I'm like, all right, what is actually going to move me closer to my desired goal? So it could be something like the truth is, yeah, no one has signed up yet, but it doesn't mean that they're not going to. I know that this goal of XYZ is going to happen no matter what, or something like you know, yep, in the past, I used to believe if I had zero signups right now that it was a total failure. But now I'm currently learning how to trust and have faith and know that if I continue to embody this leader who fills out her program and take those actions, like it's a done deal. So when you change the thought and act from that space, you have a totally different energy. You're experiencing totally different feelings and you're taking totally different actions from that place. And mm-hmm. just that little, little, little shift is so empowering. It really is. And
0: one thing I often do, and I one thing I remind my clients of frequently as well, is that you have to ask yourself, that person that you're looking to be five years down the road, what would she be doing today, right? Yes. So what is that future you doing today? And is it the action you're going to take? Is it the thoughts you're having? If not, let's figure out a way that we can shift that mindset to think like her so that she can get to that place. Exactly. And it's something you have to do. I know a lot of people do future scripting as well, works really well, where you're, you're writing in a journal as if it is the future already. Like, I'm so grateful, your gratitude journal. I'm so grateful for my you know four bedroom home and my six figure salary and whatever it is that you're writing. And that helps them as well to put themselves in that mindset. But I always like to just go back to, Genete in 2024, you know, what does she do today to get to that place? Mm-hmm. You know, how does she take action on whatever it is I'm doing? Even, you know, hit and send, let's say I was nervous to speak with Laxi and I didn't want to go on here. I'm like, you know what? No, she's gonna embody someone who's confident, someone who knows what she's doing. And she's gonna to speak to that and be that. So yeah. always thinking about who you are, who who you are at the essence of it all, right? Because yes. the person you are in five years time is you. You know, it's just you when you're taking that path that's meant for you. So I really love that, Lexi. So what would you say are the most dangerous beliefs that are preventing us from a life of abundance?
1: It's a great question. I feel like there are a few, um, but I think one of them kind of touching upon what you were just saying is just because we are experiencing something in our present reality or we've experienced something in our past, it does not mean that that is a prediction or an indication of our future. And yes. so- Yeah, like that is so dangerous um, because that's when we get stuck in the cycle of repeating these patterns that are not serving us. And so we always have a choice to disrupt that and to choose, like you said, to operate from okay, well, who's the version of me in 2024 who has the multimillion dollar business, who has like X, Y, and Z, and what decisions would she make today? So it's so important that we are not acting off of our past or what we see in our present reality and that it's coming from the future of who we know we truly are at our core.
0: Yes, and not even just like what is she doing today? Who is she hanging around? You know what mm-hmm. activities are she is she um consumed with? what is she watching? what is she listening to? What is she surrounding herself with? What are the vibes around her today because yes. you are every single second you're creating your tomorrow, right, and it's yes. about creating this you know this place of abundance, and I loved what you said about not allowing your present reality to dictate your future and we i mean we can look at so many things that have well people even Who've shown us that this doesn't have to be the case. I mean Oprah, right? Mm-hmm. Was told she was a maid for T V, was let go from her job. You're looking at Steve Harvey, used to live in his car. You're looking at people, Steve Jobs got fired from the, his own company that he created basically mm-hmm. when let yeah. go of Apple. So these people who've done amazing things today didn't always have it awesome. You know, awesome Lee, even and um, what is his name? Um the dog whisperer. Oh goodness. I always Oh remember-
1: Caesar or- Caesar Milan,
0: yes. Yeah. Cesar Milan went to America with like a couple dollars. I think it was a hundred dollars in his pocket. He spoke no English. He used to work on a farm in Mexico. Imagine if he held on to that current belief that you aren't going to make it, you know, you're not going to live the American dream. You're going to stay here. And this is what's going to be your reality forever. Mm -hmm. was thinking about the future him. And it's, I mean, J.K. Rowland's another great example of that. Someone who by her own definition at one point was the, what did she call herself? The biggest failure she knew. (laughs) She was rejected by so many publishing houses that told her that her idea was not going to make it. That idea that happened to be Harry Potter, which is one of the biggest franchises now ever, right? Yeah. I don't even know if you can call it a franchise, but you get the point. So it's like all of these people who have gotten themselves or have been put in these really tough situations who've gotten out of it because they didn't allow that present circumstance to dictate their future. And as a result, we all know their names. So it's important that you don't allow, if you're going through a difficult time right now, you don't allow that while it is your reality today, it doesn't have to be your truth for tomorrow.
1: It's about more than just wealth. It's about crafting life experiences, seizing opportunities, and building a legacy. Subscribe now to the Make More with Matt Heslin podcast and join us every week for new expert insights and inspiration. Absolutely. Yeah. And continuing to go off of that too, Like, I think that a lot of people live from this space of uh, it's like a model called have, do, be, which is a broken model. So people are like, okay, well, once I have the money, then I will take the action of investing in the coach and then I'll be successful. Or if JK Rowling was like, okay, well, once like I have an audience of people who care about like what I have to say, then I'll write the book and then I'll, you know, be famous. Yeah. But No, like that's not-
0: Exactly, you have to act from that today. Like even E.L. James, who wrote the 50 Shades series, and you can say whatever you want (laughs) about the 50 Shades series, they all rejected it. Like Random House, you know, all of them rejected her book. She self-published that. She put herself on. She's like, you know what? You guys don't believe in it. That's fine. I believe in it because I know Uh where I'm going. And that book, they all came running after. I think she ended up signing with Penguin Random House, but they all came running after, after she made or sold over a million copies herself. Yeah. So you have to sometimes, in fact most times, put yourself on and let life catch up with you because you're going to make it if that's what you believe. Love that.
1: Yeah. One so do, other go oh, ahead. Sorry, I was going to say one other thing that I think is really really important and just so easy to shift is that people are typically so focused on the problem and so I guarantee that every single one of us like me myself included and people listening we say something like, oh, like, you know, I'm in debt. I just want to get out of debt. Or, you know, like, what if I can't Mm -hmm. find the money to get inside of this program? Or like, oh man, like, oh, I don't know if I can find the time to work out. So we're focusing our energy and attention on the problem instead of the solution. And so we have to just turn our energy towards like, what is the solution? What is the thing that we desire? So instead of like, I'm in debt, like how am I going to get out of this? It's like, how can I make sure that there's at least $10,000 in my bank account at all times? Or how can I find and create the money to join the program? Or what am I going to do today to create the time to work out? So focusing on the solution versus like what you don't want just that shift too creates so much more possibility for you
0: so true being solution focused is super powerful guys and i need you to get this like really, really good. So you have to be able to turn those cans into holes, right? So rather than saying, you know, another day, another dollar, I got paid money in money out. I can't fund my business because I don't make enough. Instead of all of that, ask yourself, how can I make enough to fund my business? What can I do that's going to assist me to make more money? So when you change that simple shift, like Lexi said, into that solution-based formula is what helps you to grow in all areas of your life. Do you any, like favorite tools
1: or techniques that you use? One of them was like that simple thought catching thing that I shared. And then, I mean, I have so many um, (laughs) between like the modalities of like NLP, hypnosis, EFT, my own modality of integrative alchemy. um, There are so many different things that I do on a regular basis. Um, And one of the things that I really love doing too, is this recoding technique. And it's all about Creating a new identity script for how I show up in the world and it kind of takes a little bit of time to go through So I don't think we'd be able to completely go through it here but I'm the sure. I yeah, the idea though is that you take a look at the like current fact of your life right now. So for example, like zero people are signed up in my program. And then what's the desired reality? Let's just say it's 10 people. Well, take a look at your perception of what you're making that zero people in your program mean. So maybe you're making it mean like, I'm doomed to fail. Like nobody wants what I have. Like I suck as a coach. And so then what kind of thoughts is that creating? Well, the thoughts might be like, you know, I'm not worth this, like I can't be successful in this industry. Like who am I to do this? Then what kind of feelings does that create? Disappointment, like your failure, unworthy. And then what kind of actions does that then, you know, create in your life or lack of action? Maybe it's like not showing up. Maybe it's self-sabotaging. And then what are the probable results that you're going to get from there? Well, you're probably not going to fill your program if you continue that script. And it's costing you so much money and growth and impact. Whereas on the flip side, if you still have the same fact of there are zero people in the program right now, I want 10 people inside of it. But if you just change your perception in the way that you view things, like then what shifts? If you knew like you knew like you knew that you were going to hit that goal no matter what, what would you view the current situation as? Cool. I have zero people right now, but more on their way. Like I know it's a done deal. I know it's happening. So then your thoughts shift to be more empowering ones. Then you feel like you're excited. You're um, aligned with your mission. You're ready to show up. Then you do show up. Then you do put your work out there. And the probable results are going to be that you're going to get those people in your program. It's like Mm -hmm. totally a done deal.
0: I love that. And I know that I've read something Deepak Chopra Chopra put out one time, because I mean, the reality is you probably know the stats. How many thoughts do we have on a daily basis? It's like 80,000 or something. Yeah, like this, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. yeah. And he had mentioned that the reality is trying to track every single thought that comes through your mind may be close to impossible because a lot of them happen yeah. without you thinking. So as I'm sitting here recording this podcast, I'm aware that there's something swinging to my right based before, because of the fan. I'm aware that my stomach just growled. I need to eat a snack. I'm aware that the sun's you know coming through the window. There are a lot of thoughts that I have, but I'm not focused on them. But there's still thoughts coming through my mind. I can't control all of those things I see. What you can control is how you feel or at least you can tap into how you feel all the time. So that's a really great way to let you figure out how are your thoughts, you know, at least figuring out the vibes of your thoughts. Are they low frequency? Is it like jealousy, envy, anger, frustration, being bitter, that kind of thing, or do you have higher frequency, you know, feelings. Are you happy? Are you joyful? Are you hopeful? Are you expectant? Are you excited? You Mm -hmm. know, and just tapping into that can help you really hone into what needs to shift and where it needs to shift as well. So I think that's great. So uh, you did mention something. and I know some people are probably listening to this, like, what the heck is NLP (laughs) tapping? Like, can you give them like a little breakdown of what that means?
1: Yes, absolutely. Okay. So we have NLP, which is Neuro Linguistic Programming, and it is known as one of the quickest and most effective ways to work with both the conscious and the unconscious mind to produce real and measurable results. So this is really all about helping people also model excellence. So in NLP, they take like the best of the best people in their fields and they create a system for modeling them so they can repeat the results. So it's a really, really powerful process. Then there's time techniques, which what it does is it eliminates any type of negative emotions, limiting beliefs, phobias, self-sabotaging patterns, like so quickly it installs goals into your future. Actually, a mutual friend of ours I did this with uh, the other day, she was having like a dry spell with clients and we inserted a goal into her timeline that by The following Tuesday, she was going to have a total dream worthy client and boom, like done and done, come next Tuesday, the client was there. So it's like, it feels like magic to be completely honest. That's awesome.
0: And I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, Go for her. That's excellent. And what about tapping and hypnosis?
1: Yes. Okay. So then hypnosis is basically a technique that you can use to gain access to the inner mind. And Again, it works with the subconscious to eliminate any unwanted habits or ways of being or beliefs and rep- them with these suggestions that are far more empowering and support your desired goals and outcomes. And then we have EFT, which is emotional freedom techniques. So this is a set of techniques that's designed to balance the energy system of the body, eliminate negative emotions, again, limiting beliefs and self-sabotaging patterns. And it is based on the same scientifically proven principles as acupuncture. But what's awesome about it is that it can be used anytime, any place without any equipment, you're just tapping on the meridians of your body. And this is why you guys need to follow Lexi on Instagram. <laughs> so I'm
0: going to link below in the show notes, her <laughs> Insta handle, because it's important that you learn this stuff. Even the NLP, I wasn't sure. I mean, I, I could have Googled it, but I yeah. wasn't sure in that, in that depth, what it was all about. And this girl is on the money with it all. And I'm sure you used a combination of a bunch of things, especially when you had your first 54 K
1: month, right? Yep, totally. And that's why like, I am so passionate about teaching this to everybody. So in my certification that you mentioned in the beginning, everybody becomes certified in all five of those modalities. So EFT, life and success coaching, NLP, time techniques, hypnotherapy, and integrative alchemy. So it's like amazing.
0: I'm sure that sounds pretty awesome. And how do they get certified? Like, do they just hit you up on Instagram? Is there the link on the website? Like, Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. You can go to LexiD'Angelo.com forward slash certification, or you can also message me on Instagram. I love chatting with people, especially with voice notes. It's like my favorite thing on Instagram.
0: Such a millennial. I love it. Thanks and well. I will put it down in the show notes as well. Amazing. So I know that you know, and you've made an example of this just now, all the science stuff behind this. There are some people who just think it's all woo-woo, the doubters, the believers, that it's woo-woo garbage that doesn't work. What mm-hmm. can you tell them where you're like, listen, this stuff is backed by science?
1: Yes, hundred percent. So also like If you believe it won't work, it won't work, but that's kind of woo woo, but I will break it down in scientific speak. So we have not one, but three brains. People are always like, what? What do you mean? That's me,
0: my mouth just opened,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, okay, so I'll break this down as briefly as possible, but we have the reptilian brain, which is our instinctive brain and it just wants to survive. Like its sole purpose is to help us survive in the world. Then we have the male million brain, which is the feeling brain and it wants to have connection and trust with others and then we have the human brain which is the thinking brain it wants to learn it wants to be connected to a higher purpose and experience future rewards so our reptilian and mammalian brain make up our subconscious mind while our human brain makes up our conscious mind so like i was saying before like a lot of the actions we take on a regular basis are happening on Our outdated subconscious coding. And so that's why people get frustrated when they're like, I'm intentionally trying to do something. Like, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go exercise more regularly. I'm going to eat healthy. Like, that's a smart decision for me to do. That's the best thing. Like, I'm going to go do it, but I'm going to start tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes, and our conscious mind is like behind it. They're like, yep, this is great. This is a smart thing. But our subconscious mind, on the other hand, it hates the idea of something new, because its sole purpose is for you to survive. And so up until this point, You've survived by not exercising regularly or eating healthy foods. So it's like we are winning, like you're doing a great job. You are still alive. And when any type of change is introduced, there's a much higher level of uncertainty. And so it freaks out and it's like, oh, hell no, Um, this could mean death. I'm out or I'm going to self-sabotage. I'm going to try and make you like not do this thing. And it's a protection mechanism. It's ironic because what once helped us survive is now preventing us from thriving and also the subconscious loves to take the path of re- least resistance. Mm-hmm. So if you have these ingrained habits that you practice day in and day out like not going to the gym, then the neural pathways in charge of those habits, they've strengthened over and over and over again and they become automatic, which is just how the subconscious likes it. So creating any new neural pathways, that takes up a lot more energy and the subconscious is like, "Nah, like I don't that's I don't have time for that." So that's kind of like the scientific explanation behind like, why we self-sabotage, why it can be so hard to form new habits, and why it is so important that we are recoding on the subconscious level, so we are ingraining these new neural pathways that are actually gonna support us in the thriving and not just the surviving.
0: I love that. And also, as you started mentioning it, at first I'm like three brains, but I do remember <laughs> I do remember Dr. Deepak Chopra talking about that as well. He actually did a conference. Did you go to his conference? Yes, yet? I was there. It mm-hmm. was amazing, wasn't it? Was. He... It
1: was awesome.
0: By the way, I'm also super excited because Laxi's in Bermuda. In case yeah. you guys haven't figured that out yet, yeah, she's in Bermuda. So that's super exciting. Because when she sent when you sent me the first message, Laxi, you're like, oh, finding someone else an online entrepreneur in Bermuda. I'm like, wait, yeah. more than me so exciting. I was so pumped. (laughs) Super exciting. So do you have any, well, I know I mentioned one, but we didn't go into detail with it. Do you have any money manifestation stories of your own? I'm sure you do.
1: Oh my goodness. I mean, I feel like I have like tons of random ones. But I think like what's so interesting actually is like, I know you mentioned like, oh, okay, you know, you had this big month and I did. I had this awesome month where I, uh, I think it was not last month, but the month before I hit 54K in my business, which was really exciting. And people were like, what did you do that month? Like, how did you manifest this? And I like laughed because it wasn't about anything that I did that month. It was about everything leading up to it. Uh And all like all the work, the time, the money, energy that I invested into working on my conscious and subconscious programming the months before that, that allowed for the compound effect to take place and for me to hit that big month. So it wasn't like, you know, I was just having my lucky crystal out and boom, like manifested this, like, no, this was like actually a layering upon each other. And it wasn't and hard that. work. Yeah. Right.
0: And I love that because a lot of times people think that manifestation is about, you know, just simply making a wish and it coming true. Like it requires work. It's all work, right? It doesn't mean that it has to be ridiculously difficult either. Cause I think that's another thing that people put right. out there. Like it's a super hard struggle that you're never yeah. going to get out of. Like you don't have to be and live in that space either. But it is going to require work. And this, what she made didn't happen, like you said, overnight. So I do like that you made that clarification. And I know some people are listening to this right now. And I know you talked about the certification earlier, but then I'll look like, I need this. I need something you have. How is it going on now when they send you a message? Is it something that's live? Is it starting later? How do yeah. they know
1: be fit for anything that you have? Yeah, this is all great questions. So it begins September 9th officially. So we start. Oh, have- my birthday. Woo, woo. Oh, that's wow, a great amazing. Nine nine, nine, nine. Yes. I love it. Well, happy birthday in advance. Great <laughs> day, so. clearly. Um, so, yeah, it doesn't start until September. It is a six month experience where we all start and end together. So, this is really for somebody who really wants to become a top leader and a master practitioner who facilitates these miracle style results for themselves and for clients that makes them stand out and sell out at high level prices. And we have everybody who like from people who are in corporate right now, and they're just like thinking about becoming a coach to people who are making multi seven figures who are inside of the certification right now. So it's not so much like, Oh, this is for a certain person at a certain level. This is just really for somebody who feels so called to really deepen their craft, to be a master, and to like feel like they can literally work magic. Like, I'm obsessed with Harry Potter, so I love that you mentioned that. And I was like waiting for my letter for years to come. And so, you know, a little bit, I was a little bit disappointed that it never came, but I always joke around and say, like, I actually don't need it now because I I do practice magic every single day with these modalities. And I really want people to be able to experience that for themselves in their lives, but also to impact other people, whether it's their clients or whether it's just because they have kids and their families. Like this stuff should be taught to every single human on earth, I believe.
0: I agree. And talking about Harry Potter, I actually just came back from Orlando and we definitely- Uh daughter for the third time wanted to go see the harry potter stuff and i bought a sweatshirt that says hogwarts alumni because (laughs) listen i may not have gotten my ladder but i'm obsessed love it
1: amazing i was actually just telling somebody how i sleep with my wand next to my bed just in case i need it that is hilarious
0: (laughs) what would you say for those who are like terrified just thinking like i want to i want to ask her about the course but i'm scared about money or what if it's too much or what if it's this like all these money stories they're telling themselves without even taking the action steps oh yeah that person Mm because i'm sure you get a lot of that in your dm where it's like i'm
1: interested but i don't want to ask i get it and i just want to say like you know that's not your fault again it's the way that your brain is wired and so (laughs) that's okay but inside of the certification you're going to totally be able to rewire so you never have to make a money objection again and say like oh like you know what if i don't have the money or what if i don't have this and like we were saying before like Why would you focus on that when you could focus on, well, what if this does work? What if this changes my life forever? What if I were to become a master at this and become highly sought after and be charging, you know, high level prices and work with the most amazing people? Like what would that do for you? And Mm -hmm. what would that change? And what would that make possible? Because the truth is there are a million reasons why now isn't the time, whether it's like, I don't have the money or I don't have the time or I'm about to get married. And I get it but there are also a million reasons why it is. And it's all about your perspective. So mm-hmm. if this is something that you like love and are interested in and passionate about. Then, like, why would you wait? Why would you put that on hold? Like- Love that. Yeah.
0: And our- are- are your courses just for coaches? I know you mentioned coaches. Is it just for someone who wants to coach? What if they're like just trying to learn it for themselves at the moment? Would that work for them as well?
1: That would totally work for them. Inside of the program, you're also going to be like practicing the techniques. So there is an emphasis on like really becoming um, masterful at the techniques, but it can just be used for yourself. Like we have people in the course who are musicians, who are coaches, who are shamans, who are like YouTube strategists or graphic designers so far. So it's kind of a widespread of, um, interests in areas.
0: Okay. Yes. Great. Cause I know they're probably looking at that or listening to this and they're like, yeah, no, not sure. Um, so what else are you working on? Is that the thing you're focused on at the moment? Your certification? Yep. I know you had a webinar yesterday as well. How
1: did that go? That was amazing. It was all about helping people break through their next level income ceiling. And it was just giving people a taste of one of the lessons inside of the certification Mm -hmm. um, so people could see what my style is, what it is that I teach, and if it was a good fit. So if anybody's listening, they can definitely check that out if they want to. If they just go to LexiD'Angelo.com forward slash free dash lesson, you'll be able to get the replay and it's a really juicy, juicy uh, training. So,
0: And I'm going to put that there. in the show notes as well. How long is the replay going to be available?
1: So for your people, I'll make it available forever.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Forever, forever. This is magic. <laughs> yes, magic for that. everybody. I love it. Lexi, thank you so much for so, all the information you've given us today. I do have one final question for you though. And I yes. ask all my guests because this is called the Freedom Slay Podcast. So yes. please tell me what does freedom mean to you?
1: That's a great question. So I feel like freedom to me means being able to have a life and business that allow me to live into whatever my current definition of freedom is and also be able to change it and evolve it when I see fit. So I feel like right now my definition of freedom is to be able to just live this wildly abundant and prosperous life where I'm doing my soul's calling and I'm head over heels in love with my work while also just having so much time for my priorities and my passions and just feeling really fulfilled in my personal life as well. So that's what's going on for me right now.
0: Yes, yes, yes. And what I really appreciated about what you said just now was that it's your current definition of freedom. So she's telling you that you have the ability and the flexibility to change, right? We're human. You can change your definition of freedom and success over the years. So thank you so much, Lexi. I really appreciate your time. And all of your information and i know you're going to get a bunch of people hopping on over to your instagram page in fact if you found this helpful anything that lexi said spoke to you it's resonating make sure you take a screenshot of this episode and tag us both over on instagram Mine is a -A at g-a-y-n-e-t-e and lexi is lexi d'angelo but it's no hyphen so it's l-e-x-i-d-a-n-g-e-l-o am i saying
1: that right yep nailed it nailed it it. (laughs) thank you so much for having me this was so much fun you are the best thank you Lexi have a good one you too
0: okay okay I see you freedom slayer you stayed through to the end which tells me that you likely enjoyed this episode listen if you haven't already do your sister a favor by heading on over to the iTunes store to leave a review for the podcast it'll help others like you find a benefit from it and look it also helps with the rankings hashtag transparent AF I appreciate you